another episode of Uprooted. My name is Hadra. And I'm Rose. And we have a very special guest speaker with us, with us tonight um, from our mommy's corner. And she will introduce herself and tell you a little bit about herself. Hey, everyone. I'm Faye. Nice to meet you all. Um, right now, I'm in Northern Virginia where it's cold. The weather don't know what it wants to do with itself. <laughs> I'm a 28-year-old mom. <laughs> I have three kids, one on the way, and lots of nieces and nephews who look at me as a mommy figure. So add all that. I'm a mom of 19,000 kids. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> wow. Okay, guys. Well, for this episode, we're definitely going to be talking about a whole lot of things concerning mothers. But the main topic is actually how mothers who have more than one child handle having one child. So to begin, I would definitely like to say that I am a mother with more than one child. Um, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old and they drive me crazy, but they're amazing children. Um, Fahima has, again, like she said, three kids and then one is on the way, so that makes it four. And she's going to be talking about a little about um, a little bit about her experiences and how she handles being a mother. Um, Fahima, would you like to say some things before we ask you a couple of questions? Sure. Um, well, motherhood is never an easy thing, um, and to be honest, motherhood starts from from the moment that you know that you're pregnant because you start all your planning and your expectations from the moment you're pregnant to the time the baby arrives. So everything that you plan is never going to go according to plan. <laughs> and I think that's, one, that's been one of the most realest moments of figuring out how to be a mom. You know, as much as you make schedules, as much as you have hopes for how your kids are going to be, it never fully turns out that way. And life is like, like Forrest Gump said, life is like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> So, those are one of my real moments. Of course. Um, do you have anything to say, Rose, about that? Since you're not really a mommy yet, and I'm not a mommy yet, but there's always questions that I want to ask mommies. You know, like you know, what do you drink on a play date at 9:30 a.m. versus what you drink on a play date at 5:30 p.m. You know, those could be two different answers. I can definitely <laughs> answer that right now. Coffee. 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 In the yeah. morning, at so, 9.30 a.m. or 5.30 p.m.? Pretty much one? both. What kind? I don't know. I need me a margarita yeah. or a wine sometime during the day. Um, okay. So that's what me me and Hodge talk a lot about. Mm-hmm. Like, we always talk about going to Starbucks, so that's always one of our main topics. But she gets a chance to go to it more than me. Yeah. So for my drink, it will probably either be... <laughs> Maybe if I'm lucky, make my own homemade Starbucks coffee Mm -hmm. or a cup of milk. And then in the afternoon, it might be a Capri Sun. I don't know. Depends on how (laughs) I think it can literally be anything that just keeps you up and going. No, because as a mother, you lose so much energy running around, changing diapers, cooking, making sure that you're okay. That you literally lose so much energy and you need something to just keep you, you know, like alert just wait you know so I sometimes would eat a granola bar you know something with a little bit of protein helps me out um besides coffee 
I like eating fruits, so sometimes they eat that or even peanuts. It gives me awake. Um, okay. So just to jump into the questions, you know, um, I wanted to ask you a couple of things. The first thing I would say, um, is it hard taking care of children as a stay-at-home mom? Do you think it's something that's like hard for you? I think as a stay-at-home mom, I, I do face a lot of challenges. Um, especially because my kids need more than what you would consider the average child. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids are in therapies. Um, my oldest is four. My middle child is two. Mm-hmm. My baby is 10 months. So it kind of gives you a range of where I'm at. Wow. And two out of three, you know, they do go to school, but the ma- middle baby goes to school like twice a week. Mm-hmm. And then every other day that he's not in school, we have therapies Mm -hmm. and same thing now with the oldest so balancing out therapies schools teachers and any extracurricular activities that i want to do Mm -hmm. my day is literally wake up and it's already planned out so and i already have to incorporate keeping the house clean cooking dinner uh, (laughs) making sure the bills are organized and whatever other household duty that I need to do, it is a challenge with other kids. Right. As well and, as unexpected. You know, unexpected always happen. Oh, yeah. Especially dealing with, like, the unexpected stuff, like having a, a sick kid. Or there was one time I was planning a trip, and I was still able to go on the trip. But my kids got sick, and they had, like, this small... Um, like a small case of pneumonia except for the baby who had RSV which is a severe uh, it's severe into the lungs so it's like it's still pneumonia but it's very severe for babies and so they had to hook him up to an oxygen machine had to hook him up to an IV had to constantly suction his nose and I'm over here panicking because I'm like oh my god like oh my god what's gonna happen and I'm over here getting ready to have a nervous breakdown and it's like oh my goodness and it wasn't a normal hospital, you know? It's Children's Hospital where everybody's in there for different things. So mm-hmm. having the unexpected happen does throw you off your guard. But the most important role as a mother is trying to remain and stay strong because it, it will try to break you as much as possible. The Always the unexpected will always try to break you. Of course, of course. I, I definitely understand from that point since I had uh, my little boy he was allergic to everything. So I didn't never knew what he can eat and what he can't eat. And so when we give him certain things, we literally have to watch what is happening for the next hours or so, just in case something does happen to him. So I definitely understand. Um, Rose, do you have anything to say about that question or that input? <clears throat> I, it's, okay, when I know she was talking about uh, making sure all the bills are paid and, um, and I wonder how your family handles budgeting, you know, like what with so many kids and um, like four, three, two, like they're back to back to back with, you know, having school supplies, diapers, all that. Like, how do you prioritize and, you know, make financial decisions on what's more important than the other or family vacations or things like that? So in reality, um, it's very hard to have a family vacation. Mm -hmm. I think uh, even one of the biggest family vacations could be literally just 
taking a mall trip <laughs> together. Right. That, that sometimes is a family vacation because I don't have the luxury of going to the movie theaters, unfortunately, with my kids because um, sometimes depending on the movie it's either too boring right or it doesn't catch the attention right so when we do have our movie time it's you know upstairs in their room and on a big screen and they can do whatever it is and if it catches their attention then they lay back with us right um as far as budgeting budgeting is really hard mm-hmm. but i've gotten to where I know what my bills are going to be for the month Mm -hmm. and I can kind of say, okay, I break it down into weeks. So week one has this much due, week two has this much due. And even still, once I get that planned out, then I can be like, okay, this is how much I know we're going to get for this month. Then I can plan out, okay, we need diapers, we need wipes, we need toilet paper towels. And most times when I do shop, especially like for food or toilet paper, paper towels, it's in bulk. Right. So then it lasts me maybe two months and then I don't have to worry about it for two more months mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Um, so budgeting can get tough, especially once again, the key word here is when the unexpected okay. happens and as the, the tire on your car catches a nail and then you got to go fix it mm-hmm. or you need an oil change and you got to scrape up the change to go get it. Right. Um, so I, I think one of the benefits is that my kid's father has been a really supportive role because my car has had to get a lot of work done on it and a lot of things we've YouTubed to get fixed. Right. So my he's he's gone and fixed an axle on my car, you know, normal things, brakes, rotors, of course, mm-hmm. and then fixing a radiator van. So those are some of the things that we still kind of have to like budget for because parts for a car aren't cheap. Right. Diapers aren't cheap. But then adding to it, I also have dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I got got lots of dogs. Uh So that adds on to dog food, you know? Right. Right. And they eat. So that's a lot of budgeting. But I guess the main thing is to just know what your income is and know how to properly spend and I think that's one of the challenges of being a mom because we don't get sometimes we feel like our job we should get paid and we don't get no payment right unless it's like unless it's like hey babe you worked hard today go get yourself a Starbucks that's that's relatable right there Um, so do you have do you have any other good saving tips for our listeners um savings I guess the biggest thing is always plan for the un- so I have nothing in my savings account so that's bad on me mm-hmm. however I have a bottle like it's a baby bottle mm-hmm. it's a big baby bottle and I fill it up with change dollars whatever I have that was given or since I'm the laundry person and I always say to my house if I have to do your laundry and I find money it's right fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my saving and i mean if that works for other moms too then that's how you can save for if something comes up um but a lot of times you know we've been pretty good with working with the unexpected right and you did say buying in bulk helps so those are some tips that could help others and couponing make sure you download as many apps as you can that are beneficial to what it is that you need Cause I know I've talked to Hydra plenty of times, especially when shopping for mm-hmm. kids clothes. And I'm like, Hey, I got a coupon for this, this much off, or you can get this and they give you this back. And she's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, 
go use it because I'm not going to go use it and my kids have enough clothes I'm like just go or I'll order it and then you got it for the kids already and there we mm-hmm. go so I, I do make sure I subscribe Any, every children's clothing store I subscribe and they always give me points or rewards back even when I'm not doing nothing they're like hey we thought about you today wow. and we said you could save like 50% off today. I'm like, oh, really? Great. <laughs> I don't need it, though. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> but it helps. It helps. I'm pretty sure it helps. It does. What do you think is the most challenging thing, um, thing about being a mother? The I'm what sorry, repeat that? What do you think that? is the most challenging thing about being a mother? The most challenging thing is for someone to try to switch roles or for wanting someone else to try to switch roles with you especially your significant Mm -hmm. other I think that becomes one of the challenging things because their job could be hard however I don't think they fully have a full perspective of how hard our job is Mm -hmm. when we're trying to balance out everyone's emotions everyone's schedule everyone's eating habits that becomes one of the most challenging things as a mom it's it definitely levels you out to say I'm tired I need me time and sometimes you got to treat yourself even if it's like for me my my self-care I feel treated if I can just go wash my hair not just take a quick shower if I can go wash my hair and I think that kind of gets overlooked as a as a mom you know just the small Mm -hmm. things for us like self-care in itself I definitely agree I think the most challenging thing is just I want my kids to be great at many things and so I actually take time out of my daily schedule to teach them um things such as math even though they're only like four years old two years old things such as writing um reading I think it's very challenging to get up every single day and make sure your kids are on a certain level because I also at the school and I also have a lot of other things that I have to do like cleaning the house or if you know taking my son to school it's challenging so you know so to me that's what the challenges lie right I I mean and I that that is completely agreeable because even as we're speaking right now I'm definitely cleaning my bathroom (laughs) so giving a little bit more realization to it that is and that's one of the things in in motherhood we have to multitask so many things and I love that Hadra is able to take time and teach our kids Mm -hmm. and I feel like the challenge with my kids if my kids have the attention span my kids would be where I want them to be. However, unfortunately, we are working on that. And I know eventually they're going to get to that point mm-hmm. as soon as they you know, continue to grow. But right now, it's it's a little more challenging. Mm-hmm. My kids are, are very, very extra. So I have to be very extra with them. Makes sense. <laughs> so. Makes sense. You know, if you can't beat them, join them. Right. So what, what mom chore uh, would you guys outsource if you could? Like washing dishes, laundry. What what mom chore do y'all think y'all would outsource if y'all could? Cleaning bathroom. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I, you can ask my husband. I absolutely hate cleaning bathrooms, but I don't like seeing bathrooms dirty. So when I see it, I have to clean it no matter what. But I just don't like it. I wish somebody would just come in, clean my bathrooms, and go. Like it just would take so much out of my day, and I'm mm-hmm. so happy. for me it would be bathrooms and laundry because I'm washing for a whole plan so 
uh, like I can get the washing part. It's always just I gotta fold them and I gotta hang them. I'm like, why can't I just search through the bins and just find whatever <laughs> I need to find? So that that to me, I would love for someone. I I would love to find a machine, literally to jump the whole basket in and let it do its thing. <laughs> True, true. Is so I think that for this podcast alone, it's gonna have to be a part two because I did have many other questions to ask you. But for this one today, is there anything that you would like to say to mommies out there that are just like you? Mommies out there, don't give up. Remember that our kids are the reason why we constantly are staying focused. We're constantly grinding. We're constantly trying to find ways to improve ourselves because our kids put a lot of, you know, they look up to us with their beautiful, innocent eyes. They constantly look up to us. And that to me is very influential of everything in my life. So I'm constantly motivated and determined because of them. As hard as it gets, as much as I want to break down, shave my head, I continue (laughs) for them. So (laughs) mommies don't give up. It's going to get better. And I know our kids are going to, you know, be the most perfect, beautiful reflections of us as long as we continue to raise them right, do right by them, and never make them feel like they were mistakes or burdens or anything else of that nature. Of so, of course. Rose, is there anything you would like to say? I would like to thank you, Faye, for coming through and um, giving us some insight from our mommy's corner. And I wish you the best in um, raising those beautiful children of yours. Yes, guys. I love you. We love you. Thank you so much. Of course. Bye. Bye, guys. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a true pleasure to do this episode with you all. Um, Uprooted, shaken, restored. Until next time. Until next time. Remember, we share our roots so we can all grow. All right. Y'all have a great New Year's and uh, we'll see you in 2020. See you in 2020. Bye. (laughs) Bye.